Hello and welcome to Unqualified. I am Josh and you are wondrous. Truly, thank you ladies and gentlemen for once again joining me here. It is always a blessing to be able to share God's Word with you. So, Thanksgiving is in the rear view. We are straddling the holidays. Right now, Thanksgiving in the rear view and Christmas dead ahead. How many of you have got your Christmas lights up yet? How many has got your tree up? Now, I know there's a big controversy over when you put your tree up, when you put your lights up. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you a little secret. I was listening to Christmas music before December. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Of course, I got a lot of nasty looks from people, but that's okay. That's okay. We all uh, we all decide to celebrate on our own timeline. But definitely, uh, I love this time of year. I really do. It's a, it's a wonderful time of year. It is a blessed time of year. Um, let's do, though, uh, keep in mind individuals who may be a little less fortunate than us, uh, especially those who, you know, have loved ones that have, you know, went on. And, uh, you know, especially keep me in your prayers. This is my, my first Christmas without my, without my dad. Uh, Thanksgiving was pretty good. It, uh, it, it, it was rough, but... I'm blessed to know that that he is waiting for me in heaven, and that is just a blessing all of its own. But let's do keep everyone in our prayers uh, this holiday season who may be less fortunate and may be struggling. Let's uh, make sure we do that. Moving on, let's talk about some food. Thanksgiving. You know, I did ask you all to say a little prayer for me uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday, and unfortunately... I fell off that bandwagon. Yeah, the diet didn't stick, um, folks. I'm going to have to ask for some extra prayers. Um, back to my old habits. Not totally my old habits. I'm not I'm not uh, totally uh, back to where I was. I'm, I'm watching still, but I'm not doing the type of diet that I was. I was on this diet. It was called the keto diet, uh, where you take no carbs, uh, no sugars, and things like that. And that takes a lot out of your diet that you like to eat. I mean, that's bread, starches, uh, everything from potatoes to chocolate. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm st- I'm reevaluating. Okay, I'm in a, a reevaluation phase with my diet. But speaking of food, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, Thanksgiving, you know, I was like, you know, I'm giving myself a break today, so I'm loading down my plate, right? And I'm going around. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh okay. You know, because it had been almost a month since I had had, you know, any substantial carbs or sugars. So I was looking for flavor. I was looking to indulge a bit, I might say. And I just went around and I started piling things on my plate. And, you know, these are just regular sized plates. These aren't, you know, the big, huge plates. So it was like, it got full and then I was like, not done. I still wanted to get some ham and, you know, some of the major things, uh, you know, deviled eggs and, and bread. You know, these these are, you know, things that are just not optional, okay? Uh, while the green beans, you know, I could have left them off and, you know, the other vegetables that maybe I should eat more of, but I don't, okay? Forgive me. But my point is, I had already gotten some less desirable things on my plate that filled my plate up that kept me from being able to put the good stuff on my plate. And I was like, okay, now what do I do? Of course, you know, uh, it being the holidays and Thanksgiving and all, I just went for another plate. But our topic for the day is how full is your plate? How full are your hands? 
Are you making room for the good stuff? Are you making room for the blessings that our Heavenly Father wants to bestow upon you? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Thankfully, Lord, thank you for another wonderful and beautiful day. We are so thankful for all your many blessings that you have bestowed upon us, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your guidance. Lord, thank you for just everything. We are truly thankful. Lord, we do pray for those who may be a little less fortunate this holiday season, Lord. We pray for their comfort. We pray, Lord, that you might work a a mighty miracle in their lives, Lord, and ensure that they are taken care of, Lord, and just make sure that our needs are met, dear Heavenly Father. Uh, We love and we praise you, and we ask all these things in thy Son's holy and precious name. Amen. So, how, how full is your hands? How full are your hands? Uh, that is a good question, I believe, to ask ourselves on a daily basis. You know, don't get me wrong. I understand that, you know, family, work, life in general, it can get in the way of your relationship with God. But we do have to remain mindful. Because, and this is me, I believe the hierarchy as far as priorities in my life is God, family, then work. Without God in my life, I can't lead my family the way I should. And therefore, without that guidance, there's going to be things that creep into my family's life that is going to cause issues, going to cause problems because they weren't led properly. And then work... Work is so much better whenever you allow yourself to be mindful of God while you're working. So for me, what that looks like is every morning I get up, I claim victory because it is mine. I didn't win it. Jesus won it for me, but he gave it to me. So I'm going to claim that each and every day. I have to. I have to do it actively each and every day or I'm not going to be mindful of it. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. Uh, This past weekend... Uh, we had some things we had to get done. We were out of town till super late uh, Saturday night into Sunday morning. We actually didn't get back home until like 2 o'clock on Sunday morning. And I was unable to serve. And I missed church. Now, I, I used to be the type of person where I was like, you know, if I miss church, oh well. It's not that big a deal. But now, it's like, especially now, like this week... These past couple of days, I have been so dry spiritually. It's just like, what is going on? You know, normally I'm, you know, on the way to work, I've got my my K-Love bumping and I'm, you know, feeling great and I'm, you know, delving into the Word and, you know, just having some, you know, worship time during my commute. But it's like the last couple of days has just been like totally like... But I've realized that I'm like, hey, whoa, 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 stop. Stop. This is the devil working in your life to keep you separated from God. So you need to be mindful, Josh. Bring it back home. Yes, you didn't get to spend your weekend in worship, but you have to try to bring that back. That way the rest of your week isn't just like totally torn apart. But I have to make sure that I make room to be able to do that. I I have to whittle out time in my schedule. I have to make room for that to happen because if I don't put that first, then the rest of my day is going to look 
it's going to look pretty messed up. I'm going to be honest with you. Last two days, I've really been off my game. I've just not been real Christ-centered. Uh, I've, not that I've like really been way out in the left field, but just inside, I've not felt that closeness, that 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 relationship, that well, like I said, closeness. I've not felt close to God for the last two days, and I, I truly believe that's because I missed out on what I needed this weekend, which was His Word. I needed to be watered. And I'm feeling a little withered. And that's one of the reasons that I love doing these podcasts. Because they help me remain mindful while sharing God's Word with you. And hopefully it's a bit of encouragement for each of you. So, let's go to some scripture here. And this is just generally some scripture about um, about what are some things that may keep our hands full. And I'm going to be honest with you. I believe one of the biggest things that that keeps our hands full and keeps us from being able to receive God's blessings is worrying. Now, whether that be about worrying about where am I going to get food, which thankfully and hopefully that's not a lot of our worries. And we do need to be in prayer for those that, that, you know, like I said earlier, that are having a tough time especially this time of year. But worrying about, you know, my job, you know, how did I do on that project? You know, how is this coming along? What does my boss think of me? You know, how, you know, am I going to get that bonus? Uh, Your family, you know, what kind of grades are my kids making? You know, are they being, you know, are they behaving in school? Are they, you know, hopefully being a a steward of Christ, even in their youth? Um, You know, your spouse, you know, am I doing the things that I need to do in order to support my spouse and to show them that I love them? All these things, am I being a good friend to those who I'm friends with? Am I am I being a light to them? You know, there's a lot of worry. There's a lot of things that we are, cons- you know, consumed with each and every day. But we have to ensure that, you know, give it its due diligence and then move on. We can't let it consume us because if so, then we don't have any room on our plates for the blessings of God. We don't have any room for the good stuff. But we'll go ahead and we'll take a look here. And one of the, I think, most proverbial (laughs) scriptures is John chapter 14, verse 27. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and follow along with me. I read from the King James. If you have your Bible app, go ahead and crack that bad boy open. I love uh, the YouVersion Bible app, by the way. That is just, uh, that's a great app. Uh, You can connect with friends on there. Uh, you can actually start uh, your. Uh, you can actually start like a, a circle of friends and be able to do your uh, daily dedications and all that good stuff. Uh, your devotionals, you can do all that good stuff on the Uversion app. It, it, it's actually a really good app, and you can share directly from there to Facebook and all your major uh, social media sites. And you can even create like a little uh, verse of the day image, which is always nice that you can share with your friends. So, uh, that is not a paid plug for version, by the way. It's just a really awesome tool for those that are trying to stay mindful to God's Word. So, back to it. John fourteen twenty seven. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So, let's break that one down just a little bit peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Now, we spoke about this some uh, 
some podcasts back, and there are some things going on here. He gives you peace, but not as the world. The world takes that peace back. It's only, uh, uh, um, I would say, uh, a mirage or a, a, a hallucination of sorts. You believe the, that you are uh, in, at peace in the world, but we're not. The world can't give us peace. It can give us momentarily a pleasure or it can detract our attention, but it doesn't give us true peace. Only Jesus can do that. True peace and contentment. But this is, you know, don't worry. Don't let your heart be troubled and don't let it be afraid. Fear and worry are two of the biggest things that will kill your faith. Let me say that again. Fear and worry are the two things that will be the biggest threat to your faith. If you let those two creep in and, and settle in somewhere in your life and take hold, it's going to choke out your faith. So we always have to be mindful of that. And Jesus says, hey, you know what? Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't let your heart be troubled. Focus on me and I'll make things right. And don't be afraid. If I'm in your corner, what is there to fear? I am the Almighty. Nothing formed against you shall prosper. I'm in your corner. So, John 14, 27 really helps us understand that, hey, you know what? <laughs> He's telling me, this is Jesus. He is saying that you ain't got nothing to worry about. I've got your back. I'm going to take care of you. So don't focus on this stuff. Let me handle that. You just do the good. Let's look at Luke chapter 1, verse 37. This is a good one. Kind of ties in with what we just spoke about. Handing it over to Jesus, not worrying, not letting our heart be troubled. Luke 1.37 says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. I know a lot of times we're like, you know, I can't do that. I can't do that. And we worry if we're being good stewards of Christ. And maybe it's laid on our heart to do something. Maybe it's laid on our heart to, you know, go to a friend and give them a word of encouragement. But we think, I can't do that. Again, this is something that I spoke on on my very initial podcast. You know, uh, are you qualified? And the devil tells us you can't do that. You know what? Because you're not qualified. Because whenever you're speaking the word of God to this person, the only thing that's going to be going on in the back of their head is, you know what? I remember you five years ago. I remember you at the bars. I remember you, you know, with such a mouth, you know, worse than, you know, anything anybody could imagine. You know, every other word being a curse word. I remember you talking, you know, uh, down about other people. I remember you being a womanizer. I remember all these things. So why am I going to sit here and listen to you whenever you're trying to share the Word of God to me? That's what the devil tries to get in your head and make you think that, you know, I'm not qualified to do this. I can't do this. But God says, if we stand on His Word, Luke one thirty seven says, For with God nothing shall be impossible, especially being able to share the gospel. And then we go to 1 John 4.18. 1 John 4.18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Now remember what I just said a while ago. Fear is one of the things that will choke out your faith so quick. So quick. And here it says that, hey, you know what? If you're, if you're fearing, you've not been made yet perfect in love. Because you haven't trusted Jesus. 
Because when you trust Jesus, you do not fear. Now, this is the whole basis of my testimony of where I came from and where I'm at today. And I will do a podcast on my testimony sometime in the future, but this is the basis. I was in a place of fear, depression, and I had known God from an early age. At the age of 14, I knew, but I'd fallen away. I let this fear take over. I hadn't yet been made perfect. He had been made known to me. I knew Jesus, but did I have a relationship with Him where I trusted Him? That was the difference. That was the key. Matthew 6.27 Matthew chapter 6, verse 27 Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto a stature? This is the same to say, you know, if you worry about tomorrow... How do you even know tomorrow is going to be yours? How do you know you're not going to pass away tonight? Can you change anything by worrying? Is basically what this is saying. Can you change anything by worrying? You can change things by action. You can't change anything by worrying about it. So the best thing you can do instead of wasting that time, that effort, that space in your life with worry, you should be using it for prayer. And leaving that space open to receive God's blessings. Because it is then, through prayer, that you are prepared for the day that you tackle whatever it is that you're dealing with. Instead of worrying about it. You know, we can worry about, you know, uh, so much stuff in this world. But does it really change anything? You worry about, say, your, say your, your, your girlfriend, for example. You worry, you know, you worry she's cheating on you or that maybe she's falling out of love. And you worry and you worry and you worry. And you don't ever bring it up. You don't ever pray about it. But I'm telling you, if that's a problem for you and that's something that is hindering you from having a close relationship with God, I would suggest that you pray about it. And God is going to give you that comfort and He's going to help you through that situation and He's going to help you dig into that and drill down and speak to your girlfriend and find out. Maybe that's not what it is. How many times? I know myself, I've done it. You know, I'm a worrywart at times. I I have to be honest. And I'm working on it and that's one of the reasons that this podcast is so important to me because it's helping me grow. But one of the worst things for me is whenever I'm trying to get in touch with my wife and I can't get a hold of her. I can't get her on Facebook Messenger. I can't get her on the phone. I can't get her on phone messaging. I can't get her anywhere. My worry is something's happened. That, you know, she was driving. She got in a wreck. You know, there's something going on. Because generally speaking, I can reach out to her at any time of the day and I can speak to her. So, like, if I'm going on lunch from work or whatever else and I'm trying to get in touch with her and I can't, I turn into a mess, a wreck. I mean, you would think that I'm... It's just the world is coming to an end. I mean, I, I'm serious. I'll be sitting here, and my heart starts racing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? What's wrong? Okay. And I'm just visualizing, you know, in my head what's, okay, okay. She's in a wreck. Oh, my God. You know, and I can just totally bring myself to believe the fact that, you know, there is trouble at the homestead. Something is going on. And then, you know, she'll get back with me. She's like, oh, you know, my phone was laying in the kitchen, and I was sitting with Bub. Sorry. I'm like, what? No! It has to be more than that. 
I mean, you were, in my mind, uh, you know, in uh, ICU at the hospital right now, and, you know, I needed to get home. But that worry that I put myself through for a good 15, 20, 30 minutes was to no effect. It was for nothing. Because nothing was wrong, but yet I worried. And that didn't change anything. It was what it was. So, my prayer for each of us is to be able to clear that plate off a little bit. Give Jesus a little more room in our lives to work the miracles, to give the blessings that we're asking for. We ask for these things, but we don't leave room for Him to do that work. That's like a workbench. You know, if you want me to be able to build you something, then you're going to have to clear out a little room for me to work. You're going to have to clear out a little room for me to work. Have you ever done that before? I mean, have you ever tried to work in, a, in an area that's so cluttered and you can't find anything and there's no room? There's no room to work. So if you want to invite Jesus into your life and ask Him to work in your life, you're going to have to make room for Him. You're going to have to make room on that plate. You're going to have to open up you cannot lift your hands to praise God when they're full of worry and strife. You cannot raise your hands to God when they're full of everything else. So, let that all go. Make room in your life. Give Him the majority of the plate. And he's going to fill it up. He's going to make sure that you've got all the good stuff. He's going to make sure that you've got everything that you need and everything that you desire. It's going to be full. I'm telling you, I know this because it's been a work in my life. I've seen it happen personally. I'm not... This ain't hearsay. This is what I've experienced. And I know that each of us can experience it because it was promised to us. It's, it's, okay, this isn't a, okay, maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. This is a surefire thing. You know why? Because it's in the Bible. It is the Word of God. It is His guarantee, His promise. So my prayer, again, for each of us, is that we might be able to open up a little bit more to God, allow Him to work a little bit more in our lives, and we be more mindful to His Word and His calling for us. Thank you again, each and every one of you, for joining me today. I pray that, you know, maybe this spoke to you. Maybe this is your time. Maybe this spoke directly to your heart. And you know that, you know, yeah, yeah, I've pushed him to the side. You know, some days my plate's so full I don't even, I don't even pick him up. Jesus wants a relationship. He don't want no part-time. He don't want no one-night stand a week. He wants a seven-day-a-week relationship, very intimate with you. It's what he longs for. It's what he wants. And you know what? I never knew what that looked like until just very recently in my life. And I know that carving out those times and doing the things that God has laid on my heart, it has increased my faith. It has given me more comfort, peace, and joy than I could have ever imagined. And like I always say, you don't have to do it all today. Just do one thing. Make a little more room for Jesus. And he's going to heap his blessings upon you. If this has encouraged you any whatsoever, please click the subscribe button. That way you're going to get notifications anytime I post a, a new podcast. 
And it lets me know that, hey, you know what? Thank you. You encouraged me. You encouraged me today. And that's encouragement for me to keep on doing these. Again, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you.